0: Begin after eight cats. One,
1: two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
0: He was slinging puns at a bnB when he
2: had no an epiphany. And think a part about. Sit back
1: and let Spencer do his trick, cause you're incapable of M-M-s. Hey, hello again, Spencer here, free for all, of another episode of Keep Off The Borderlands. Thank you very much tj for the wonderful intro i'll be talking a bit more about osseus my 2d6 system and some slight tweaks i've made and why i've made them but first up is some call-ins. hey jason
2: here interesting thoughts um you know i ended up going the opposite with mine is is you'll hear when you listen to mine i went to straight roll under on my mechanics just because it ended up working better for the when i decided to go simple rolling under was just easier like you though i do prefer rolling high because it feels better kind of like i went with the advantage disadvantage because it it's a feel-good mechanic so i don't know but very interesting on your thoughts on your things um yeah, missile weapons, I'm going to address that in mine where or well, for missile combat will be the one time or you know range combat or magic combat might be the only time where you have two separate roles one for each side. So it's not perfect, but it is what it is. I I'll mention that in next week's episode. The the other thing with rules light like, like you mentioned is the idea that you can only put so many mechanics in there and you have to leave things out which part of rules light is you you can bolt additional things on there anyway so that's not a big deal that came up recently in the audio dungeon the idea what defines rules light you know one of the complaints is the magic systems aren't typically robust if they're there at all but I look at those as just systems you can bolt on later so it's not a big deal Um, anyway enjoyed listening to your thoughts um a little frustrated, I have to go download a new updated copy again, but I'm just kidding with you. I will go look for that new copy and keep up the good work.
1: Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast, there, and I really appreciate your thoughts, Jason. Yeah, I'm not too worried about trying to create a perfect system, I just kind of come up with some. Principles for myself to follow, and basically see what comes out the other end, and just kind of keep going over it, and ensuring that I am sticking to those principles. Really, that's all. All I'm trying to do. I've made no mention of magic in my system. I mean, you could use magic in any number of ways. You could even use your favorite magic system. Now, i got a message from you about a uh, Rhesus, not sure how you meant to say it, I can't, can't help you with the pronunciation, but that, that'll be in a follow-up episode where I can share my thoughts about that. The way that handles magic could very easily work with my system. Just make it all part of the qualities. Essentially, it works like any other Skill that a character might have. The idea of freeform magic to me is quite daunting. I know some games use that kind of approach. I wonder if there is a system that really illustrates how to utilize freeform magic. I don't know. It's one of those things that you it probably, you know, it comes out through play and me not having any experience with that. You know, it all seems quite mystifying. I got a nice message from uh, Joe Richter of Hindsightless and Wheel or Woe, followed by interesting couple of messages from colin spike pick green which um led to a realization that caused me to uh, take another look at my rules and uh tweak them a little bit yet again
2: yo what up spence it's joe uh just calling in because i i know what you mean about the not liking the whole roll under thing and how there's no real rhyme or reason with it, man. I'm right there with you. The only time I like roll under is if it's in a percentile system, because then, to me, that makes sense. But, yeah, just I, I, I'm just on the exact same page about the aesthetics of rolling high as compared to rolling low. So, you're not alone, and it doesn't need to make sense, man. But, anyway, that was a great episode, and I still need to give your rule system a look over... Uh, and I absolutely will do that soon man'. anyway have a great day i 'll talk to you later. peace out
0: hey Spencer. Excellent stuff. totally agree with you regarding alignment and progression doing away with levels is something I want to explore the um The problem with missile weapons in that two d six system when you failed a roll i'm i 'm thinking that perhaps the way to get around that is, if you want this uniform mechanic, and, and that's something I want I want to include in games that I am thinking about maybe you need to think about, well what happens when you shoot at something and you miss? Maybe we need to recalibrate how we're thinking about damage um, does it boost the enemy? Do they feel emboldened because you can't hit the side of a barn? Um, do they do you suffer some sort of loss of morale do you are you injured in another stat you know there's got to be a cost
1: oh colin i can't thank you enough for pointing that out see when i put on the, from the outset i wanted health to represent both physical and mental uh well-being i suppose and uh in writing the rules I've reverted back to thinking about them in the terms of hit points, physical damage. So, uh, yeah, I completely overlooked my own intention there in how they're used. And, uh, yeah, that would certainly work, using it as kind of maybe, you know, a knock on your uh, your confidence. Um, that would be perfect and solves the uh well, what I perceived as a problem. So thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Cheers. Uh, Speak soon. What Colin suggested there was something I'd intended to do from the outset and in the explanation of what health points represented, being both physical and mental resilience. And then as I'd gone on, to write the rest of the rules I completely forgot about that aspect well not completely but at certain points I'd kind of reverted to thinking about them as hit points in the physical sense and essentially he sort of pointed out something that was kind of staring me in the face really so with you know health representing both mental and physical resilience essentially means that. Well, the problem that I was I was thinking of was that when you fire a missile, how could that lead to you taking damage? But forgetting that that damage also represents effects to your mental state. So it seems perfectly reasonable to interpret that as um, you know you miss with a missile and that has a knock on your confidence for that reason I also decided to remove I had a restriction on an unarmed attack that regardless of what you rolled you could only ever cause one damage again I was thinking in physical terms but I mean a punch in the face can do more than give you a sore nose So I decided to remove that restriction. Which also led me to think about the whole um, rolling equal to the challenge number. And it not causing damage. And how unsettling it would be to fire a missile at someone. It hits the target but has absolutely no effect. And that would be equally if not even more unsettling and Colin did make another suggestion
0: it's funny you say that Spencer about losing sight of your initial ideas, I had a feeling you were trying to get away from hit points and uh, yeah, it's not that I'd, con- you know, I'd thought that you was getting away from it but obviously subconsciously perhaps I'd picked up on that the, o- the other thing of course that, that I didn't really comment on was the idea of the draw where you equal the difficulty score i'm wondering about uh, like a plus 1 forward so it was near enough to give you that almost like morale boost or you've locked on or zeroed in on a task and you can then have a bonus so you lose a ra- you sort of lose a round but you're better placed on your next roll maybe something like that could work on a draw rather than the fail at cost. Anyway, cheers, mate. Catch you later.
1: Now, this is just my personal feeling. The plus one forward, I'm not too sure about that. It might seem quite trivial, but I do feel that it's almost like an additional mechanic. And um, I'm still thinking in terms of this success at a cost but then I figured you could also interpret that as failing with a benefit so kind of uh, yeah but no but depending on what makes sense in that current situation so in a way it could work like a plus one forward idea you're either successful but there's some kind of drawback or you fail but you get some kind of benefit from that. And I felt that putting it in those terms it didn't sound like so much like a mechanic, it's just an addition to the narrative of what's going on. And just uh, thinking about how I've written this and wanting to use very broad terminology. I, you know, I spoke about not wanting to use jargon, wanting to use kind of everyday language, and in doing so, making it seem less mechanical. And I feel that's the benefit of using broad terminology, like the term qualities. It's quite a broad term, because I was thinking it could cover all kinds of aspects, um, positive and negative, negative and how things respond in certain circumstances. Uh, It sort of covers skills, benefits, hindrances, and scars, which is something that uh, Colin mentioned, which I've seen in uh, in Into the Odd, and uh, several other places, I think. And as soon as he said that, I thought, well, yes, that would easily fit into what I've already done without adding any kind of complexity to the rules as with uh, the term backgrounds I wanted that to be used in various ways I mean that could you could use that for class or a profession like you could just say you you your background is that you're a thief or a burglar you know you get a bonus for everything related anything you could convincingly explain as being related to that, or you could go into more depth with the background. You could say you were a, a jester who offended the court and was exiled from the kingdom, or or a physician who'd inadvertently killing off a bunch of villagers, or escaped. Slave, or a gladiator who's won his freedom, or or a alien crash landed from another planet. Um, you know, any any anything, or the background could be used to describe your cultural background, your fantasy race, or um, or your social standing, or um, work like. A, failed careers and then I, I wanted to use uh, motivation and that was just to give characters a sort of an impetus to uh, come up with a goal for them to work towards whether that being through an adventure or long term or maybe a compulsion that, that their character had which caused them to act in particular ways just a general attitude or disposition you know motivation could be used in all those senses Um, and thinking about seem to be doing a lot of thinking around the rules that I'm writing but I don't want to kind of solidify that thinking into the rules I want them to kind of Trigger that sense of building off the rules in whoever reads it. I mean, that's that's the goal. I'm not suggesting that, that I'd be able to do that, but that's that's the intention, if you like. Because I was thinking about the the way the challenge tiers work uh, with regard to obstacles, and you know whether that would work like combat as it does in ICRPG, where you would say so you were picking a lock and you would have to whittle down that challenge number until the lock was picked. Or maybe you could use that number as just a target that you had to beat and bang, you've picked the lock. And uh, yeah, I wanted to leave that open in a way that um, you know either, either approach would be valid and it could be used in whatever way made sense within the fiction of the game. I didn't want to nail that stuff down. Uh, which brings me back to this kind of core unified mechanic. You know, I really want to stick to that. You know, and let the process of running it add the bells and whistles. If that makes any sense. Anyway... You know, I just wanted to get those thoughts out there and explain why i tweet the rules yet again. And, um, you know, I'm really interested in your feedback. really appreciate those calls. And, um, yeah, any questions or anything that kind of causes me to maybe look at what I've done? Uh, because, I mean, what Colin said there really helped me to see the mistake I'd made in my own thinking uh, it's very easy to do you know you set out with an intention and then you kind of it's very easy to lose that initial idea in the process of just getting it written down Gary and Dave
2: shared credit on the white bus.
0: but as things advanced the relationship was on the rocks
2: People know his name, but he revolutionized war games With the first fantasy seeking
0: name
1: Oh, and uh, just one more thing. Two things, actually. Firstly, Joe, I don't think I properly thanked you for that wonderful message. Hope you're doing well, man. Don't worry about not having looked at my rules yet. You've got Pathfinder to deal with, man. I don't envy you (laughs) at all. (laughs) Sorry, man. I'm sure you're ribbed enough about that. Anyway, um, I've got yet another message from Colin um, with suggestions about my character sheet and I'd just like to address that over to you Colin
0: hey Spencer it's Colin uh, Yeah, the other thing I meant to, sh- meant to say about Osseus I thought that was a really cool title I like the, the connection with the bones and the skeletal framework super cool uh, it's not like you to come up with a groovy title is it Mr Keep Off The Borderlands <laughs> um but one other thing I wanted to add I wonder if you know the character sheet maybe that you could get that to earn its keep a little bit more you've, you've got so much in the other pages I think the character sheet is conspicuous by a sort of a limited usefulness wondered whether you could summarise some of the rules of perhaps character creation or information that you, you need to refer to I know there's not a lot but I wondered if you could add a bit more get that get that character sheet earning its keep a little bit more
1: I don't know just um yes, I wonder if you're saying that because the character sheet looks a bit on the sparse side. The reason for that was that my initial idea was to keep it to four pages and then. Be able to print those four pages on one side of A4 fold it twice to make a little booklet now I realize I'm stretching the definition of booklet there but I think you understand what I mean so essentially it's one step up from the pocket mod format so it's about postcard size and I wanted the character sheet to still be usable at that scale. Obviously, things have changed a little bit, what with Frank Turfler kindly creating a cover for me, and me wanting to add attribution to it. It's now six pages long, uh, so that kind of format doesn't really make sense so much anymore. I'm wondering if I could maybe turn it into a trifold, But that's the reason the character sheet might look a little bit wanting at full scale. Um, As for adding rules to the character sheet, yes. I'm not sure what I would add to the character sheet. And if I do think about shrinking it back down to, say, a trifold format, maybe. But I'll I'll certainly consider that maybe create an alternative character sheet or something but I hope you don't mind if I put that one on the back burner Colin but cheers for your call Uh, so thanks thanks for the feedback thanks for listening and uh, yeah as before there'll be a link to the rules there'll also be a link to TJ's Patreon and I urge you to get yourselves over to that patreon and uh, just have a listen at what the guy's doing. Maybe slip him a few bucks, you owe it to your podcast. I've been Spencer, aka free-thrall. If you want to leave me a message, you can ask me anything at all, or email me at spencer.freeforall at gmail.com. And remember, if things get dicey, just roll with it.